Hey guys, it's Aspen, Zoe, and Megan. Welcome to Really Going Through It, a podcast where we sit down each week to recap what the hell is going on in our lives. We're all really going through it, so we might as well go through it together. Welcome back. Welcome back back to another episode. You guys are going to die when you hear what we're recording on. We're really living out the name of the episode today. We are a a hot mess disaster. We have a special guest here who we've had to reschedule already once. Maybe twice or three times. And when I pulled into the driveway today at Zoe's house, realized I had no podcasting equipment. But luckily... (laughs) We're thriving. We're creative. Resourceful. We're sitting at a poker table (laughs) in a fucking circle. Luckily, we have iPhones and they truly do it all. So, really do. if the sound is a little different this time, heck, maybe it'll be better. Yeah. Um, that's why. Free We're recording 99. on a podcast. But we have a guest here. Her name is Shannon. We'll let her introduce herself. Um, but first, let's go and do highlights and lowlights from the week. Lowlights first, of course. Let's do it. Look at Zoe. She has more notes in here than me. Uh, I did this on my way home today because oh, my brain is fried. Mm, clearly, same. <laughs> uh, so, is that your lowlight? No. My lowlight. <laughs> oh, God. It should be. But my lowlight is that I had a cold at the like la- end of last week into this week. But it just kind of went away. Like, mm. cured itself, which is nice. because you. Maybe your supplements? I, well, I, like, don't get sick anymore, which I think is because I just take care of my body. But... Weird how that works. Right? <laughs> but I had a cold, and usually, like in the past, when I would get a cold, it would always go to a sinus infection or yeah. bronchitis or some sort of, like, virus. And it just, cold, cleared up, went away. So, low light, but could have been worse. Could have been worse. Uh, I My coffee cake is still going strong, mm-hmm. and it's actually starting to piss me off because <laughs> I don't like coffee at home oh, right no. now. Right. And I don't want my greens, so then I'm spending $5 on coffee, mm, and I'm that, probably, angry honestly. every time I do it. I made cold brew. Um, it's like Chamberlain Coffee cold brew, where it's just like packs yes. that you like make overnight. And I re- I've been really like that, because I've been off of my at-home oh, coffee game, God, too. Like really My espresso, angry. I just like... I, I have made cold coffees all week this week at home. No Starbucks. Oh. The other aspen in my life, not this one, our nanny, was she came up with the She's like, I finally perfected that at home iced coffee. And I was like, you need to share this because. My problem is like. I gotta stop. I like it at home. I just prefer it elsewhere. Like, what is it about like having it in a I need to get plastic cup. yes. cups with a straw. Maybe no, that'll You need help. to get the cute glass cups. That's what I have. Oh, I have those. Yeah. I want, I need. She wants the experience. Even when oh. I go to a coffee shop, if I'm going to sit there for two hours, I get it in a to-go cup. I just prefer to You always to-go do cup. get it in a to-go cup. Well, I think Shannon talks about reducing plastic. Yeah, well, so. great. Here we are. <laughs> Perfect. We're um, thriving. Anyways, Megan. Um, my low light is I worked every day this week. Oh, you looked at me like it was going to be something else. My low light is I um, My low light is uh, I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. My low light no, is I'm not a stay-at-home wife yet. <laughs> Usually, I have like you know, as a nurse, you don't work every single day. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, but okay. I worked every day at the hospital. Oh, yeah. wait, I have another little light actually. Oh, okay. she's she's chopping at the bit <laughs> over here. We found my mom sent me this dog. Uh-oh. Oh, god, and I want it so bad, and I what can't is it? have it. Is it a it's wiener a dog? Tiny little wiener dog. Oh, of course, it's it is. so cute. Okay, but imagine Kenny. You, I don't because really she's like obsessed with. Oh, I'm sorry, you feel that well, way, but don't look tell Moni. Don't tell Moni that. Can you imagine Kenny just. Is it old, like a rescue, or is it a puppy? No, it's literally 12 weeks old. It's so cute. So, the little legs. I just have to not buy it. Yeah. I want it. You don't need it. You cannot. You cannot buy it. Oh, my God, the wrinkles. You know. Anyways, so I'm just going to 
look at the photos all the time like I own this oh, dog. But I yeah, just, just pretend don't. it's yours. I'm just basking in the sun. Anyways. All right, Shannon. What's your low light? Ugh, low light. I so feel cute. like I've been trying to like go grocery shopping on Sundays mm-hmm. so that I like have dinners for the week and I did not do that on Sundays. So my low light all week has been like no food. nothing to eat. <laughs> do you ever so do annoying. Instacart? No, I should. It helps. But saves yeah. the mom life a little. Some people are. I anti- love grocery shopping. Yeah, and sense. some people like, it's like a enjoying moment. I also I love it, and like when so. I have food at home, I love to cook. Yeah. But now I've been grocery shopping like every day of the week, which is the yeah. worst. So and now I have like a pile of laundry the size. Of yes, like it's a like mountain. you can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Yes, something's got to give. Yeah, I get it. Been there. Mm, okay, highlights. well, highlights. Turn it around. Megan must have one. That's I have. Exciting. It. She's so such excited. a good highlight. All right. Remember the week you joked that you were pregnant. <laughs> that's not the highlight right. okay well um, so that day. my highlight fun. is we booked our flights to bali and thailand <gasps> wait what when? when are you going in november last time the i talked to you you were like i just kind of want to like go to bali or something <laughs> and she's like but the flights are so long and then you're like i'm never going because of yeah. bali belly yeah i refuse to go because <laughs> Which i will not and then wrong, i booked just... my tickets probably the next day honestly <laughs> okay well, so wait you. when are you going fun. you just said it and i wasn't end of october that's fun so our one year anniversary Oh my god! That's my gorgeous. highlight is also booking flights because we're finally going back to when Mexico. When are you in Mexico? Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Um, April, like mid-April. That took you long. Oh enough. my god! Well, I we truly have not had because I was traveling a lot for work prior, so we would go to like Cancun, we'd go to the Bahamas, we would go to whatever, yes. and then we just like never found a time to, or like it just didn't make sense to then yeah. also go to Mexico. Plus. Joey works a job it in an office. It always makes sense to go to Mexico. I'm sorry. Well, he works <laughs> a job in an office. So, and he goes to freaking Thailand and all these places yeah. for work. So yeah. it just like has been two years mm-hmm. of, which we used to go to Mexico like three times a year. To my parents have a place there, if anyone didn't know that. So it's not like we're going to resorts, whatever. But oh, they're gonna be back. Truly, it's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Sayulita. That's fun. No, Punta Mita. Punta Mita. And there's, well, it's right by Sayulita. But there's so many new restaurants and stuff. Yes. It's going to be so exciting. When it used to kind of just be like, oh, just going home. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, yeah, fun I haven't been there in a while. I haven't yeah. been there. It's going to be exciting. To explore. We're, a couple of our friends are coming. It'll be fun. great. Love that. Um, highlight, we're creating a cute little nook underneath our stairs. Oh, yeah, for I saw Kitty. that. I saw that. And I am so excited. Like, randomly on last Saturday, Ben and I were like, how fun if this was, like, empty underneath. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to cut a hole and see. And I was like, mm, okay. And it it's, like, fucking massive. So we're going to have this, like, huge reading nook. We, like, cute. ordered a bunch of stuff. It's gonna I've be seen that for dogs. And, yeah. And we're just going to do it for our children. So it's going to be <laughs> sweet. Even for cooler dogs. for a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to spend, like, the next month just, like, Whatever, That's making so it ourselves and like making shelves and things. So cute. It'll yeah. be cute. Yeah. You'll make it cute. <laughs> highlight. Uh, highlight is I. So I have like gone to therapists in the past, but like never really loved them. Mm. I met yep. with a new one today, and I <gasps> it's like therapist slash like life coach. Yes. And I am literally obsessed, <gasps> and I'm gonna see her like every other week, and love. I'm just so on cloud nine about it. Those are the worst yes. people to find, and the best once you so find them. So hard. Yeah. Why I've never so found one. So hard. I feel like the easier it is to find them the like worse they are like mm-hmm. you gotta like dig yeah. to find like yeah. the good people mm-hmm. yes that's exciting. that's exciting yes i'm so excited is it in person or is it virtual it's in person which is awesome that was like a yeah that was like a critical yes. must have for me i just like cannot do the virtual therapist yes. thing it's way harder too much it just feels distracted. yeah yeah not like you're really getting anything accomplished yeah. mm-hmm. right well, that's exciting okay well you've heard her voice We'll let her introduce herself. Shannon is a mom. She is a fitness coach. She is a marathoner. And what else? 
do you do? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else adds to your list? In between. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm an instructor at Rev, which is super yes. fun and exciting. How we met. Yes. Um, I met Zoe, I think, like, in college, I honestly. Just, literally, I meant to send this photo to you. I Facebook memories, set, like, in seven years ago, there was, like, a photo of us before we went out yes. in the hallway, and I was Wait, like, what? oh, yes, my God. I just How? found the same one the so, other day. Did you live in the my same? My last no. boyfriend... He had a group of friends that oh. Shannon and this other girl were like part of. Got it. And so we like went out with him one time, and I, was I like saw his photo. I was like, "Oh other. my god, that's Shannon!" I was like dying laughing. Yeah, funny, so funny, like small world. Yeah. And we like didn't reconnect for like until like honestly, like I had followed you, and like I and think when you were doing moms. like yeah. Anyway, became moms, Crazy. reconnected. I know. Um, so random. But yeah, I am married. My husband Andrew is in school to be a chiropractor. He's a personal trainer. He's been a personal trainer for a while, and now he's going to school to be a chiropractor, which is awesome. So we're, like, a very much a health and wellness family through and through. Um, and, yeah, we have a little boy named Calvin. And he's, he's so cute. Seven and a half months. He does uh, swimming lessons with Miss Kinney, mm-hmm. and that's fun. So, yeah, just adjusting to mom life, training for a marathon in June. I'm trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon, so running is, like, my passion my you're literally therapy. fucking insane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you listen to the recap three, did you happen to listen minutes, to our right? recap I episode of, yeah. um, three yeah. hours and 30 minutes has to be under yeah i can so do that you tomorrow yeah. it's your no toenails so yeah i couldn't even finish the hat yeah you know what i'll be able to run one mile Oh my gosh. Well, you're going to do it, and I'm going to praise you from afar and be like, how the fuck did she do that? No kidding. So awesome. We're rooting for you. Thank you. Fun. So, yeah, I mean, knowing everything about Shannon that you just learned, she's obviously a health and wellness guru, and we just wanted to dive more into that because there's always things to be learned in this space. And Um, it's something that all three of us are like so interested into and try to live our lives as best as we can. So it's always fun to like, have someone that knows more, does more, is yeah. better on the podcast. And hopefully for you guys, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's so. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Fine, fine. Um, Shannon, were you, like, was your life always this way, even from when you were little? Or was there something that, like, inspired you to start living this lifestyle a little bit more intentionally? Yeah, no, definitely not. I My family is very much, like, Western medicine is the thing and so growing up it was always just like oh you have a symptom I'm going to take you in Mm -hmm. and here's the medication for that symptom and I never thought literally like twice about it that was just life and it wasn't until I was like in my early 20s I started to have like really bad migraines and really bad um like I had PCOS and I had like really bad bloating like anytime I would eat and I was like what the heck um so that was really what like set me on this path because I saw all these different doctors I went to Mayo Clinic and like nobody could give me any answers and finally I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna try to take this into my own hands and just like I cut out like every food under the sun that could possibly be causing like an issue I started just like doing a ton of research on health and wellness and movement and all of these things and I essentially figured it all out and I now have like no migraines and no PCOS and no bloating and none of that so definitely not always this way I think it's just so hard. Like, I think Western medicine, obviously, time and place. Mm-hmm. It's great that we have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hard part is, like, when you're trying to get to Stop the root cause of something and you're yeah. addressing the symptoms, once you address the symptoms, it becomes even harder to know what the root cause is because you're masking the symptoms. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you almost need the symptoms 
to figure it out. Yeah. And so that's, I don't know, that's just been something that I had to figure out on my own, but definitely not always this way. I was just listening to a podcast and I learned that one round of antibiotics wipes out your gut for two years. Mm-hmm. Two years! And I they, and speaking yeah. from medical, being in the medical field, they don't prescribe antibiotics now like they used to. Like, That's I good. think we've done we, so much as education. As a kid, we were like, oh, as kids. Oh, every, like, well, everyone our age. Of antibiotics. Yeah. And even like, this might not be the best thing to put out, but we, well, it's whatever. In Mexico, you can just get whatever you want. So we would just like buy Z-packs because then when we got sinus infections, because we got sinus infections like every other day, Mm -hmm. we would just have a Z-pack at Mm -hmm. home and just take it, not knowing anything about, you know. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, oh my God. Like, and my brother had a collapsed lung when he was a kid, so he was super sick. So he's just been on antibiotics like his whole life, basically. It's just wild to think about what you don't know. And you just don't know what you don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that transition for a lot of people, I kind of went down that rabbit hole too when doctors were like, oh, we can't really cure your endo. And I'm like, well, there's got to be something. Something's making it worse. Right. And like, This isn't normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't normal. I kind of did similar of like, I eliminated like red meat, dairy, gluten for literally four years and ate super, super limited food and was able to like help manage a lot of those symptoms. But I feel like for so many people, it's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a couple steps that you encourage people to do like first to kind of get that process started if they're like looking to make more of a transition? Yes. I'm like literally looking at notes, you guys, because I feel like health and like wellness and this stuff is such a sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I just want to make sure I say things the right way. And again, like I'm, I am very opinionated about this stuff, but I also understand like, you've got to meet people where they're at. Like, this is not, this totally. is really complicated. Well, and it's so different for everyone. You can't mm-hmm. just be like, yes. do cut out gluten. Yes. It, Might not be the answer for you. Yes. And in the world that we live in with social media too, like the stuff that you have to disseminate mm-hmm. yeah. on a day-to-day basis is really hard because there are people yeah. pushing stuff online that you're just like, I can't believe that someone like, isn't taking this stuff off the internet because it's so toxic um but really like if when I think of health like there's I think of five like main pillars of health so it's food light movement sleep and stress management Mm. like those are like the buckets that you need to get right and those are really complicated buckets like you can break those down into a lot of different things I mean there's other elements of health like connection with people and like all that stuff too but those five pillars are kind of what I think are the the kind of key pieces so you know, eating whole foods, shopping the perimeter of the grocery store, moving your body on a regular basis, getting eight to 10 hours of sleep, managing your stress. Um, and like you said, Aspen, like you, everyone's different. Mm -hmm. Everyone has different buckets of those that are harder or easier for them. So like Mm -hmm. some people you're like, yeah, I get outside every day. That's easy. Like check, did that. Or I sleep eight to 10 hours a night, check easy. But Maybe for some people, they don't get outside a lot and they don't get eight to 10 hours of sleep because they have a baby that wakes up 17 times a night. So you sort of have to just look at those five pillars and say like, okay, like to boil it down first, is like what pillar or two pillars can I focus on that are the hardest for me and start there. Otherwise, it's just too overwhelming to yeah. try to do everything mm-hmm. at once. And then you don't you don't do anything. Yeah, you get it's all yes. like paralyzed well, and yeah. overwhelmed. And you yes. also don't recognize the things that you already are doing. Like, maybe you are getting a bunch of sleep, but you're not even giving yourself credit for getting the sleep because you're so focused on the fact that you're not going outside or you're not working out or whatever it is. Yes, exactly. Like, anything is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. I think that's what people, like, you don't have to do everything, just small steps, baby steps. But what I like to tell people a lot of times is, like, 
the inner, like the inner workings, the cellular biology of health is really complicated. Mm -hmm. Like that's really complicated. What you have to do to get those things to work properly is not complicated. Mm. And I think influencers try to make it complicated or say, here's the easy button. Here's your fix. Yeah. Do this diet, do this workout, and you're going to look this way. You're going to feel this way. And that's, it's just, I think it's a detriment to Mm -hmm. society. And again, it's not going to work for everyone. Right. There's not a one yes. size fits all fix not all. Not everyone wants to run marathons. Not everyone wants to lift weights. Not everyone. <laughs> I think it's like if I'm out. running a marathon, yeah. I'm, I'm out. out. I will be healthy until the day I die. I'll be sick. <laughs> but it's true. Like you see on social media, you know, fitness influencers or wellness influencers, nutrition influencers, it just... And to, to even call them influencers, whatever. Like Experts. people who think that, yeah. Or maybe they do have some sort of expertise, but they're yeah, trying yeah. to sell something or they're trying yes. to, whatever it is. It's like, do this and you're going to be the best version of yourself. And even on like wellness podcasts or things that I listen to from doctors that are like very well-versed, at the end of the day, they're probably selling something. Like I was just listening to a podcast and he was selling his own line of supplements or whatever. But like the information that he gave before selling was so beneficial and valuable. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you don't I have to... to skinny. Yeah, it was the one I sent you. I was like, at the end of the day, you don't have to buy the supplement to take what he said at the beginning at value. You know, like that right. added so much value yeah. to my life. I didn't buy what he was selling, but I got information learned. that learned. And made adjustments in your life. Yeah. Um, kind of switching gears here, I want to talk about removing toxins from your environment and your home. Yes. So oh what are some beneficial tips for people in that area? Yeah. Okay. This one's like a huge bucket and so hard. This is so hard. Um, but environmental toxins today are literally the worst they've ever been in history. Ever. Like Perfect. that's a fact. So terrifying. Yeah. I heard on the talk um, yesterday right. they said Amer- or Americans are living in the most toxic environment they've ever, oh, we've ever lived in. I love that yes. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon Helms. It's affecting, like, awesome. it, it affects our bodies at a cellular level. It causes inflammation. Well, inflammation. it's why everyone has cancer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a leading cause yep. of disease, inflammation is, which is cancer, obesity, diabetes, dementia, Parkinson's, autism, infertility, thyroid issues, depression. Like it's the list all goes on inflammation. And on. It's all inflammation. Um, since the early 1900s, there's 80,000 new environmental toxins that have been introduced into the industrial world. It's actually <laughs> like, fucking And like, like on the ground. Like from like machinery and buildings and that type of stuff also like yeah cars things i don't know like genetic modified Mm -hmm. yeah from Mm -hmm. anything from like agriculture to yeah yeah, just every every industry cool okay cool yes cool so what do we do fun (laughs) yeah so avoiding like every toxin is literally possible you can't we can't do Mm -hmm. it i mean we're holding recording on a phone that has toxins it just is what it is we have to use it to like work in the world Um, so my advice, same thing with like the five pillars of health is just pick a couple things to tackle at a time. Cause if you do everything at once, you're going to be shocked and like appalled and you'll spend a zillion dollars. Yes. It's expensive. It's inaccessible. Um, so I have like buckets of the things that I'd focus on, but again, like I think it's picking one at a time and then not feeling like, Oh, I'm going to pick this one thing and then remove that entirely from my life. It's I'm going to pick this one thing and think of like maybe a couple things a month that I can swap out. Or when I run out of this product, I'm going to replace it yes, with this. Yes, that's yeah. a good way. Um, so the first is BPAs. So this is a synthetic hormone. It imitates estrogen in our body. It's linked to breast cancer, fertility challenges, obesity, heart disease. So this is like plastic. Great. So um, so buy those yeah. plastic cups for a coffee. <laughs> so I'm not going to buy those, actually. Second thought. <laughs> no, so stainless steel, silicone, like anything like water bottles, Tupperware, baby bottles. Like those are all things you can just like think about. Wait, Again, what did you use for baby bottles? Perfect. 
We have um, the Tommy Tippy silicone ones. Oh, it took us a while to find. We had the Avent glass bottles for yeah. a long time, and then oh, we glass? switched because they daycare make baby wouldn't, glass. Daycare wouldn't take glass because I'm like, okay, I mean, well, I guess, fair, I guess. Yeah. So we had to find okay, silicone. But, Interesting. Yes. Um, then the next bucket is phthalates, which is found also in plastic. Um, but this is anything that has fragrances or perfumes. So a lot of ones really tough. Shampoo, beauty products, literally anything you put on your body. Yeah. Makeup, lotions, shampoos, yeah. yeah. Deodorants. If the label says fragrance or I feel like so many brands are going towards like non phthalate, non sulfate. But this is where I like start to have trust issues. And this is only because I'm in the world of like production, like manufacturing is mm-hmm. like there's a lot of greenwashing that's happening for sure totally. so i'm like are is this, is this also real? happening in like the cosmetics oh, yeah, world? but if it says like, on the label no doesn't contain phthalates but you can, that means like, they can't contain phthalates right? the way you can get around things like with like natural flavoring or the way you can get around yeah. things with like something's like made in the u.s it can be everything can clean. be everything's clean in, and non-toxic produced in china but like yeah. assembled in america so then it becomes made in america so i'm like with these mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. that like is there this also gray line where it's like, oh, oh free of plastics, sure. but it's like a genetically modified created mm, version, of, version of it yeah. that yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. like sugar free yeah. versus, but there's still sugar. Yeah. Things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I feel like that just like is another, just the rabbit hole of like, it could, Trust be, yes. it could just go on forever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you uh, literally can I avoid everything? live in a bubble. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. So just make a better yeah. choice. I think something better. Progress. Look at the label. Like a lot of times, like food or things will say like, you know, free from blank. But like, if you look at the label, yeah. you'll maybe see that it actually does have. It's that. like the rabbit hole yeah. of eggs. Yes. The egg rabbit hole, where it's like free range versus cage free versus organic versus you whatever. Are organic organic free range. Right? Yeah, I don't you know. I just organic pasture raised eggs. Pasture raised. Organic yes. pasture raised eggs are the eggs you would like. All I know buy. is they're like nine dollars. So. <laughs> That's and Joey, true. Joey's right. like, what is going on? I'm like, they're the best ones. <laughs> you gotta buy those. That's why I want chickens. Yeah, I want chicken so mm-hmm. bad. Same, but I'm not around for those. So. <laughs> you don't have to I don't do think, shit. Yeah, Joey. you have to feed yes, them. Yes, you do. You have to feed them and clean well, their. I told Joey, I was like, all you have to do is just day. leave them like out, and he goes, "It's like having a pet to keep them alive." Yeah, it's like a cat. <laughs> Unless they're free feeding. Okay, then... <laughs> we're not a rabbit hole. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> back to <laughs> products. Moving back to phthalates. Back to phthalates. Yeah, so fragrance, perfume. I don't know how to say that. There's no e at the end. Perfume, whatever. Just look for that. French yeah, <laughs> I think this one's really hard because a lot of people, especially women, don't want to part with like you know their perfume and their right. candles and like those. The things. perfume's a big so, one. For the candles like, too. I would just pick. Oh, like, I don't a bucket. like it. Like, can I get rid of like a couple things that have fragrances? I like, stopped I burning do... candles because yeah, I got a Pura instead, yeah. and I feel so much better about myself. The good thing though is that there's a ton of companies now that are coming out with fragrance-free, so, yeah. phthalate-free stuff. Yeah, hmm. Can- candles. Everything. Beauty products, everything. But then the candles still burn, like, that smoke just spooks me. I'm, <laughs> I'm too in. I'm too in. Too in. No, I'm too in. I think too hard. I'm such and an overthinker. glycol ethers, which are found in cleaning supplies, laundry detergents, that's also linked to, like, fertility issues, allergies, things like that. So some of the brands that I use that I love, Branch Basics, Aunt Fanny's, Molly Suds, we use those in our house. Super Molly awesome Suds. options. Oh, okay, we talked about that last week. Ones. What do you use for like <coughs> stinky gym clothes or stinky workout clothes? Yeah. This is my dirty. Issue. Same with Joey. Dirty Labs. Dirty Labs has yeah. a. They have a ton of stuff, and then that we use with the 
Molly suds, like we put them together mm, okay. in the laundry. Ben will bike Works like yeah. forty miles and then sauna and then put his yep. dirty gym clothes in his laundry hamper with all of his other clothes and it smells like Yeah. It's just like bacteria. <laughs> musty yoga clothes and it's yeah. just disturbing I and I can't get it out with Joey like will go to basketball and then detergent. just put it right into the wash, but then it's There's like something about that. The other thing stench. is you can put the um like essential oil drops on like the dryer balls. Oh yeah. Before you put it in the dryer. Mm. That also I should probably stop the... using. Actually, I don't use dryer sheets, but Joey does. We have dryer balls. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then there's like three more. No, two more buckets that I think are like big ones. So glyphosate, aka Roundup, aka weed killer, aka in our freaking like coffee and food. In yeah, it's sprayed over. Uh, it's sprayed on over seventy percent of crops. So cool. <laughs> And you want to make cancer, sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a tough yeah, one. but at least our food lasts longer, right? Exactly. That's the, we that, can produce more. Is that the thing? Like, it'll just be more shelf stable, and you can produce more. Uh, therefore, they make more the money. Weeds. Well, yeah. that's fucked up. In the crops, I don't care about your weeds. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah. So this one's tough. If you buy organic, like regenerative raised food, like as much as possible, you'll avoid a lot of it. But obviously, that's really cost prohibitive mm-hmm. to a lot of people. So there's a guide. It's called the Environmental Working Group, and every year they come dozen. out with a dirty dozen. Yep. So if you can at least focus on that, that's a really great start. Just like, Google that if you yeah, can't Google find that. it. But like Dirty strawberries, every year, yeah. strawberries, top of that list. So like yeah. for me, I would never eat an organic strawberry, which I know is crazy. I'm a health nut. But like that, the Dirty Dozen is like where you should focus if you can't buy all organic. And like wash your stuff. Yes, wash your stuff. Um, and then industrial seed oils. They're in Everything. almost all processed foods. Um, they're hidden in foods that are labeled healthy or organic. And if you remember anything from me talking today, this would be a top contender. So this is seed and bean and nut oils like soybean, Soybean, canola, safflower, sunflower, corn oil, canola oil, vegetable oil. They're highly refined and high in omega-6s. So we need, everyone needs omega-3s, omega-6s, but we get plenty of omega-6 in our diet. We need more free. Yes. And so seed oils are really high in six, which cause inflammation. And we already talked about this. Inflammation Mm -hmm. causes disease everything so this is a this is a hard one because if you eat at a restaurant mm. no they're even if you even if you get salmon and even some of the beans, healthy has, the oils there are very healthy restaurants yes. especially in minneapolis that cook with all seed oils yes yes so just one to like look at labels um cook mm. with olive oil coconut oil avocado oil animal fats those are awesome um, but honestly, like those are the big buckets. Like there's a lot of it. Like I said, there's 80,000 new toxins like that could go through Like, but those are the big ones, but eating like whole foods as much as you can and trying to buy organic as often as you can. Um, it helps regulate your detox pathways to also manage those toxins. If you do get them, cause you're going to get that are them. coming in because it's yeah. inevitable. You're going to get some. Yeah. Yes. Well, exactly. I feel like some easy swaps are like the in-home stuff, your soaps, your laundry, like, because if you're buying that stuff anyway, you can opt for a better option. And again, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the best of the best. We were talking about that the other day with like yeah. the Symbiotica stuff. It's like, well, there's options that are probably just as good, maybe a little bit less, but like it's better than whatever cheap brand you're using that has a bunch of crap in it that's actually harming you. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like, are you going to buy like the Target leggings or like the lululemon leggings like yes. a lot of times you're gonna buy the target what are you investing you in? just whatever but like yeah. the lulu ones are gonna last you forever for a really long time so it's just like it's almost like you're investing in your health and mm-hmm. you just have to pick and choose what you want to invest in because at the end of the day you're not going to spend millions of dollars on the top of the line food the top of the line yes. products the top of the line cleaning supplies 
you just have to pick your battles. Yes. And For me, my battle, like, my biggest battle is what's going inside my body. It's like what I would like to spend more of my money on. Yeah. It took me time to like rationalize spending the money on food for so long especially like when we didn't have the money yeah. and I was like you want me to buy what and like what stuck with me was like shop the perimeter that you just yeah. said earlier in the episode like it's such a good way like when you go into the store to be like okay I'm gonna focus most of my grocery shopping on the perimeter of the store and you, you can still shop and get a lot of what you need mm-hmm. without spending a bunch of money even with just shopping the perimeter of the store which is like all of like the fresh and the cold stuff, like not the frozen or the packaged, mm-hmm. without spending like double, triple what you normally would. Like yeah. you're gonna spend more, sure, but like it's just prioritizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. what you prioritize. Yeah. Fun. Okay. What are your thoughts on, on supplements? Obviously, this is not medical advice, but when and how should people be taking them if you have? And what do you take? Yeah. Or yeah. prioritize, I guess. Yeah. Um, this one's really tricky also because it's very person dependent, but eating a whole food diet is priority. Like you should be getting the majority of your nutrition from food. There's a reason it's called a supplement and not a replacement. Like it is adding, it is not, it is not giving you everything. So if you're eating like crap and taking a supplement, you're probably not getting much out of that. Um, so everyone's unique. Everyone has different deficiencies. So Mm -hmm. I think if every, if anyone has access to getting like a blood panel done at a functional medicine doctor, like that would be step one. If you really want to know, like if you really want to know like what truly you need, that's a great way to do it. Um, it's just a great personalized approach to nutrition. Um, general rule of th- general rule of thumb is that you take vitamins in the morning and you take minerals at night. So that's a good thing to remember. So like magnesium, zinc, iron, those are minerals. You take those at night. They help you sleep. That's better for your body to take them then and then vitamins vitamin b vitamin c a multivitamin take that in the morning if you have a multivitamin that has vitamins and minerals you can take it whenever it's not as big of a deal um obviously i'm not like a qualified person to give advice on supplementation but almost everyone would benefit from magnesium um it's a relaxation mineral it helps with so many things you guys i kid you not like anxiety depression insomnia hormones menstrual cramps like muscle spasms high blood pressure vertigo seizures like so many things and 80% of the population is deficient in magnesium. Um, you get it from certain foods, but most people don't get enough. And then if you eat a lot of processed foods, processed foods actually deplete your magnesium. Hmm. Interesting. And a lot of environmental toxins deplete your magnesium. So, so even, if you're take, even if you have, you're not one of the 80% that's deficient in it, you're probably getting your, it taken out of you somehow, some way anyway. So you might as well just yeah. add it. It's not going to hurt. Yeah. So, and you literally can't overdose on magnesium, you guys. You can't. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, what? You have like really stinky urine or something? Yeah. You're sleeping more? You can't. And you sleep really great. Um, So, you can take Epsom salt baths. That's magnesium sulfate. It's a Mm. great way to get it. My Um, favorite Sunday activity. Yes. (laughs) Magnesium glycinate is the form that I would recommend buying it in, unless you struggle with like constipation or whatever. Magnesium citrate is also great. So, any moms who just had a baby, magnesium citrate you don't need to take the stool softener just take magnesium (laughs) citrate (laughs) i promise you it works wellness hack um so that's the one that i would say like i'm pretty sure everyone needs that other than that i think fish oil and vitamin d but again really person dependent Mm -hmm. we live in minnesota so vitamin d is a big one for us especially in the winter um but like I said, I think blood, blood panels are the way to go. And then the only other piece I'll mention is probiotics. So mm-hmm. probiotics are awesome. I take a probiotic. 
the problem is that a probiotic is designed to feed your gut microbiome. So if you have unhealthy gut microbiome and you take a probiotic, you are feeding the unhealthy um, bacteria. So it can actually be really harmful to take a probiotic. So like that's a great example of like yeah. someone on Instagram saying like everyone should take a probiotic or here buy this probiotic. It's like, well, yes, if you already are doing some of the steps of those five pillars and you're relatively optimal, then yes. Um, so that's just another one. So personally, I take a probiotic. I take uh, a fish oil that has vitamin D in it and I take a multivitamin. Right now it's a postnatal multivitamin just to make sure I'm getting enough stuff while I'm breastfeeding. But that's what I take and magnesium at night. Yeah. And I like your blood work um, recommendation because I just think everyone's going to be deficient in different things. Everyone's going to feel shitty for different reasons. Everyone's going to have different everything. So if you have the means to go figure out what's going on in your body, if you're feeling any of those things, that's going to be the best way to tailor yeah. whatever supplement that you need to what you need. Yes. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit to like working out fitness, physical wellness, um, because you are a marathoner and I feel like that's like the most intense of intense workouts, obviously. Um, well, first and foremost, what are the types of workouts that you suggest or just have seen most beneficial in women, whether it's high intensity weights, low intensity um, let's start there. Yeah. Especially so, as a marathoner. Yeah. <laughs> I would not recommend running a marathon to everybody. <laughs> what? Uh, unless you have a lot of time on your hands. Um, so for me, like the biggest thing is pick workouts that are going to make you consistent. Like that is literally mm-hmm. the best advice. Like, best if, workouts, the one that you'll do. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Like if you're going to go pick something and burn yourself out and then not stay consistent with it, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think everyone should have a combination of strength training and cardiovascular training. It's really important. Um, some people get really good results from combining them. So like a hit or a boot Mm -hmm. camp type of a class, but some people get better results from separating them. So like running one day and then traditional strength training other days. So it really depends on like what your goals are. Like, are you trying to just be healthy? Are you trying to build muscle? Are you trying to train for something? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. For a, a half marathon. Um, regardless, like whatever makes you consistent, whatever makes you get out of bed and like get excited to move your body Mm -hmm. is I think what you want to do. Um, if you can't keep it up or you're going to injure yourself trying to do it, then it's not worth it. But I don't think there's like a right way to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my hardest with you like doing training for your marathon. I think my biggest struggle with training for the half was like recovering my body. Mm -hmm. Like I had such a hard time like, there would be days where I'm, like, I would literally text Megan and be, like, I can't walk. Like, I... <laughs> How am I supposed to run tomorrow I can't do it. if I can't even walk There's right now? There's six miles on my schedule, and I'm not sure I'm walking to the kitchen. Like, or just, like, just the fatigue like, of your body. Like, I was just so exhausted, and, like, the, I think that was the hardest part of, like, being able to, like, sustain that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I struggled so hard with it. How what do you, you yeah. recover? Also... Oh, gosh. Yeah, just like how do you fuel your body to be a marathoner? Because that's what I've always been so fascinated with is like you can run. She's like dancing, running 12 miles. Right. Well, even just one time running 26.2 miles or whatever. Even if you did that one time in your life. like And she wants to qualify for the Boston. Just like fueling your body to do that because do you know how many calories you burn in a marathon? Yeah, yeah. If you, well, yes. If you Like you personally or whatever. Probably like. Oh uh, gosh, 
at least like, wow, I can't do math in my head right now. I'm like, what is going on? It's so a Friday afternoon. That's fine. Like almost 3,000. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, like, it's got to be a few thousand. Yeah. So the average person's eating, I don't know, 2,000? How many calories does the average ish. person eat? 2,000-ish calories a day? Well, I mean, in America, Ranges. probably like... Yeah, well, so how, just how do you sustain that level of activity through fueling your body? Yeah, that's a good question. And obviously not everyone's a marathoner, but just, like, to give people insight to, like, what you should be putting in your body if you want to have any sort of physical yeah wellness yeah I mean yeah it kind of depends on what you're doing like you know if you're if you're doing a lot of strength training and running like generally you want to eat a lot of protein like that's what's going to be it's going to keep you full it's going to help you build muscle all that stuff I personally I'm I'm, I run on carbs I always have so I eat (laughs) a lot of carbs also a lot of protein um but yeah I mean I'm also breastfeeding currently so I'm so you're everything sucking out of you yeah like I it's insane I'm probably eating like 4,000 calories a day right now like it's so how do you get those calories yeah because obviously you're not eating McDonald's cheeseburgers no like what are you eating walk us through like maybe a typical day okay so I get up my husband makes me breakfast every morning he's a good husband so it's a Mm -hmm. a, I get breakfast sandwich with two eggs two pieces of turkey bacon, peanut butter, and spinach. On like? On like a, it's actually muffin. from the co-op. It's like the trail bread that they have there, so good. Regular bread. Yeah. Not gluten-free. No. Okay. Um, and then I have like a chickpea tortilla, which has protein in it with peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly. And As a snack? With my breakfast. Oh, this is oh. still breakfast. Oh, yeah, okay. this is still Sorry. breakfast. Still breakfast. And then I usually have like a protein bar. Um, I, have, I like raw bars. If you guys have never had a raw bar, I highly recommend um, I have that, and then I have a protein shake, and then I eat a lunch, which is usually like rice and a meat and a vegetable. Okay. And then I will either have another protein bar or another protein shake, and then I will have two dinners <laughs> of rice and, or like a potato, like a potato. I got like a some carby carb. thing carb. with a meat and a vegetable, and sometimes a dessert, and then a snack before I go to bed. What are your what favorite is- meats? I eat all meat, like I everything: fish, red meat, chicken. I like to switch it up. I get bored yeah. easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your snacks Same. like before bed? Right now, I'm on this kick of three wishes marshmallow flavor cereal oh, you saw your thing. with what's wishes with three wishes cereal. It's like it's a so healthy good. cereal. It's so good, but the marshmallow flavor specifically with um, the lesser evil free? popcorn. I mix them together. Uh, yeah, it's chickpea. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Where do you get it? Like good. it just got so excited. I love I love foods. treats. I say like Whole Foods are like Lund's has them, like that kind of store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you're eating a lot, but it doesn't sound like crazy. The protein shakes probably help. Yeah, Yeah, I get the protein helps, but I I mean, I also like, you burn 500 to 600 calories a day breastfeeding, and I'm burning like, you know, 1,000 calories a day running right now, so like that's, or more. So I'm not recommending everybody eat that much food, but like you do, you need to eat a lot to, and like you're not, I think, I think a lot, women in particular, don't eat. eat enough mm-hmm. because they're worried about getting either either gaining weight in general or getting bulky if they're lifting and like it's not gonna not happen. Gonna it's happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. It's not gonna happen. You need the well, fuel. Well sometimes it's just hard to know what to eat, when to eat. Like sometimes you're not even hungry enough to eat, but you're like, I have to eat. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just sometimes it's hard for people to Yeah. Even myself. I'm like, I'm starving when I wake up and I eat a big breakfast, but sometimes throughout the day I'm like, I don't even 
know what to have for a snack or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, for sure. So, and you just get bored or like, you just don't really know what to eat. So I just or thought lazy. that would be helpful or lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why the protein sure. shakes are helpful. Yeah. Yes. That's easy to make. Yes. Um, okay. Going off of that for running, because mm-hmm. I feel like so many people either run, want to be better at running or just like whatever. What are a couple tips for just like an easier, better run? Maybe it's form. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, um, mm-hmm. music podcast. I don't know. What are like just three yeah. quick tips for running? Yeah. I'd say if you want to get better at running, the one tip I would give you is eight is 80, 20 running. So 80, 20 running basically just means you're doing 80% of your runs easy and 20% of your runs hard. So it's a little counterintuitive because people think that if you go for a run, like you need to give it all. I used to think that too, before I trained for a half. Yeah. And then I would just run so fucking slow. She would like text me her times. I'm like, I'm fucked. (laughs) She's running so much faster than me. And yeah. Yeah. Well, not only does it not make you better, but it doesn't let your body recover. Like you're pushing too hard. So what you want to do is 80% of your runs, you should be in a zone two heart rate. So, which is like, you, you can, can have, have a, conversation. a full on conversation yeah. and not get out of breath, which is me speed walking. basically. It's always literally heart yeah. rate is <laughs> a problem. So walking is my like sprinting. So, I mean, yeah, after, when I started running again, after having a baby, I was like 15 minute miles just to like keep my heart rate in zone two because I had to walk so much. Um, but yeah, 80% of your runs in zone two. And then the 20%, that's where you push and that's where you, you know, try to hit those those times or PRs or speed mm-hmm. workouts or whatever. Um, that's a great tip. And then, gosh, what else? I don't know. I feel like I feel like running is one of those things where like you got you have to want to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if you're not a runner by by nature, you're probably not going to love it no matter what you do. Um Sorry, Megan, I'm like, um. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying right now. I'm in this phase of trying to romanticize the treadmill because I'm training for a marathon through the winter and granted it's been beautiful. So I've yeah. been able to run outside, but I'm doing a horrible job. I, I cannot run on the treadmill for like yeah, this. So hard. Something so oh my God. I, oh my God. I don't, I literally a mile, two miles. I'm so bored already. Yeah. So bored. At least and when like, you're outside, you can like, okay, you see distracted stuff. Yeah. and like, yeah. And it's hard because you're like, you don't go one speed outside. Like yeah. You right. fluctuate. Right. Or one incline. Like, yeah. Or one incline. So yeah, but I don't know. I like to listen to like things that, entertain me too i'm a music person but i know people like to do audiobooks or podcasts yeah. stuff like that um big booty do you big do house, big booty yes it never it never stops <laughs> do you do anything recovery wise sauna cold plunging even like obviously your husband's big into mm-hmm. like i mean becoming a chiropractor and everything mm-hmm. that type of of recovery yes um uh, i see a chiropractor all the time um highly recommend i not even like for even if you're not training for anything or whatever I just I love yeah. chiropractic um I think I just like to put this all in a bucket of like biohacking cold, cold plunge sauna yeah. red light therapy it's all fantastic biohacking stuff but I always use the jar analogy of like if you put a bunch of small pebbles in a jar there's no room to put the big rocks in if you mm. put a couple big rocks in the jar you can pour mm. the small pebbles around them so like if you're not getting those five pillars right or majority of them right but you're doing sauna, cold plunge, all those things, the benefit is you're just probably not going to see it as much. I'm not saying you're That's getting That's such a no good analogy benefit. for people because I feel like it's gotten so trendy. Yes. That people just do it because it's trendy. Mm-hmm. But yes. it's like, but if that's all you're doing, great. You probably feel great. You you know, you there feel great about yourself. But like- and it maybe is increasing your mental health and stuff, which is great. Keep doing it. I'm not telling anyone to not do it. But that's such a good analogy that I've never heard that makes so much sense where it's like all the supplemental things, even like supplements 
all of that yes. isn't going to do what you think it might do or what it's doing for other people if you're not hitting the big things sure. in your life. For sure. But yeah, I do. I mean, I love sauna. I love cold plunge. I don't do cold plunge enough because I don't have access to a cold yeah. plunge, but I sauna all the time. It's great for pain and recovery, reducing stress. Cold Your therapy heart. is great yeah. for stress management and metabolism. I uh, just read this um, and could not be true. I haven't done any further research on it, but it was talking about how you're not supposed to cold plunge when you're ovulating if you're trying to get pregnant because mm. it affects the temperature of your I could body. I see that. And you have like a raised basal temperature, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you say that, yep. when you're ovulating. And I was like, oh. Like I never once... It makes so much sense. never once crossed my mind. But would sauna be the same thing? Sauna affects men's, men's sperm, sperm count. Oh. So our friends were trying for three years and her husband Stop. is like insane wellness like guru like the man is like the epitome of health and wellness it's actually kind of annoying um and he stopped and she was like can you please like i've just read a couple articles like i've done some research can you just like stop sawning for 90 days and they got pregnant on the 93rd day they were pregnant oh my gosh i mean again it makes so much sense because your hormone their sperm count and how your body works like 90 days is so much with temperature like yeah. Like you said, like when you're ovulating, it's be- it's from the spike, whatever. Yeah. That's insane. So it makes so like much so sense. So interesting. That like, really sauna and cold plunge is like obviously really good for yeah. you, but like also certain aspects that everything you have to like weigh it out. Yeah. You know? Everything's like, got something. Yeah. You can't just like pour yeah. it all on I from have a not fire done hose. And, enough research to know how yeah. much validity is behind that, but I was like, it makes sense. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I missed the sauna so much when I was pregnant. Oh my god! That's like the one thing I was like, oh please! I'm just like, oh yeah. Also, didn't even think about that. I didn't even know you couldn't be. Yeah, like raises your body temperature too much. Because you just, it's like you can't go in a hot tub. Same reason. If you can't go in a hot tub, you probably shouldn't be in a sauna. Yeah. Um, Boil the baby. Do you do cycle (laughs) syncing, Shannon? Um, this is an interesting question. It's, this is a super new trend. Mm -hmm. Um, there's not a lot of long-term data on cycle syncing yet, but the short-term data looks at it. Just so everybody knows. From like an unaltered menstrual cycle perspective so like if you're on birth control yeah. have any autoimmune disorders are pregnant menopausal like that data doesn't really apply to you interesting so something to just be aware of i don't cycle sync because i'm training for a marathon so i have to train <laughs> yeah, all regardless. the time yeah. to hit my goals and eat what you can eat <laughs> yes but i know like a lot of women who have had success cycle yeah. syncing and if that's the case for you i think it's great i think the only concern i have for it is that it could create excuses not to move your body. For sure. Um, I, it already, it, that is always in my head when I'm on my period. I'm like, well, I'm yeah. on my period. So like technically I should just like go for a walk or something. But it's yeah. like, well, I don't know. I've, I've gone back and forth with cycle syncing because anyway, keep going. No, I mean, I think it's exactly that. Like, I think I'm, I'm someone that like, I'm, I'm very type A. And so like, if I am like, oh, I'm going to cycle sync, I will read all the rules oh, and I will yeah. follow it to a T. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not fluid. So if you are like me, that could be tough yeah. because it might make you not move. But like, there's a difference between, well, I guess what I'll say is I think the whole intent of cycle syncing is listen to your body. I was mm-hmm. just going to say, it's just like being intuitive with how you're feeling. Yeah. So if you're exhausted and you have horrible and cramps being okay and you can't with, get out of bed, then don't then work don't, out. Yeah. Like that's fine. Don't but go like, do a high intensity workout yes. or run a marathon mm-hmm. when you're yeah. first day of your period. Right. Unless you're signed up for a marathon. Right. Which but if you're, suck. like, groggy or, like, not motivated to yeah. move, like, those are the days where you should go move. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of, like, move in a way that feels good. I've never yes. been a huge – I've never had a workout routine that I'm, like, super, super strict about just because I've always worked out 
for the betterness of my wellness, not yeah. because I'm like training for something unless I was an athlete. When I was an athlete, that was different. But like, I've always been of the matter of kind of like the best workouts, the one that you'll do yes. that goes not only overarching, but also day to day, you know, the yeah. best workout that you're going to do today is the one that sounds good to you. Maybe yeah. that's hot yoga. Maybe that's going for a walk. Maybe that's lifting. Maybe that's, you know, whatever it is going for a run or something. It's like, just move your body. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think that goes with the cycle syncing in that on the days that you're on your period, you're probably not like, I'm going to go lift 700 pounds and go for a run. You're probably more like, I kind of want to just go to hot yoga, go to a stretch, take a walk, whatever. And that's totally. like, listen to your body. If that's what sounds good and that's what yes. you're going to do, then move your body in the way that sounds good. And then yeah. I can tell on days like now doing rev um, consistently throughout the week, I can tell the difference when I'm on my period or in different parts of my cycle when I'm like, I want to just sprint and like put on all the springs and like go hard. And then when I'm on my period, I'm like, I kind of just want to walk and like yeah. lighten, lighten the load a little bit. But again, it's just because that's the way my body's feeling. It has nothing for me. It has nothing to do with like, because I'm trying to sink it. It's just like, it naturally sinks itself yes. because of the way I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, listen to your body, do what's going to make you consistent. I'm a psychopath. So I just need like something crazy to work towards or I won't work out like that's my problem it's my issue (laughs) yes (laughs) do you have anything else Mm -mm. well thank you so much for hanging out with us I feel like this was so beneficial and it's just like questions that I feel like everyone's kind of asking and wondering and wondering and we're obviously into the wellness stuff and like we are big into all of that so it's been interesting for us to sit down with you too but thank you for being on here thank you for For being on and, and scheduling and um dealing with really hopefully this, through it hopefully That's this sounds that. great <laughs> all right we will see you guys next week and bye bye guys Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.